On this month's Ninja Tune podcast, Sampa the Great sits down with Natty Kasimbala, journalist and author for Galdem. They discuss everything from the importance of femininity, being proud of where you come from, and what's next for Sampa. The Return, Sampa's new LP, is out now on Ninja Tune. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ninja Tune Podcast. I'm Natty Gasambala and I'm here with the one, the only, Sampa the Great. Um, say hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. That was... Uh, Thank you for that intro. I, I'm I impressed just myself chilling. just then, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually the one who's on air and I'm just like deadpan. Like, I'm talking to a mate. But yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here too. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to you about every and anything. All the things. Somebody um, tells all. <laughs> Expose it. It's exclusive. Amazing. Um, I thought we'd start somewhere pretty. We'll start light. Sure. Yeah. We'll go, yeah. we'll we'll go get heavy. Because yeah, we yeah, already okay. started before yeah. the recording started. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, I really love the story behind your name um, and I know that a lot of people at first glance think that Sampa the Great is yeah, like saying so, this so. proclamation of like no, I'm the best people. can you tell us about that a little bit definitely that's actually funny coming from a person who really had to grow her confidence when it mm. comes to being an artist as a kid loud expressive yeah. loved this is my opinion <laughs> like singing I'd perform in front of my parents with my little sister that was all a given mm-hmm. until it came to being an artist which yeah. is something that I never even said out loud so um, yeah jumping on stage and all that that was not that was not anything <laughs> And so, you know, one of the things that I wanted to be as an artist and just as a human being is the greatest version of myself. That's mm. something that I set out for me. And I noticed, you know, I'm, I'm a person who believes in, in what you call yourself and, and, mm. and, you know, what you allow people to call you. Yeah. And so I thought it was fitting to put the great beside myself. So every time my name is called, it's like, yeah, it's a <laughs> like reminder a for myself. Exactly. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, is I can exp- an aspire mm. to be is mm. the greatest version of myself. Hence, something Sick. Great. Amazing. And so you touched on that, that you didn't always... You never necessarily said that you wanted to be an artist. Yeah. <laughs> I find that that's something that um, maybe I don't think it's necessarily just an immigrant thing, yeah. or maybe it's a cultural thing, or sometimes yeah. it's just a self-belief thing. Yeah. But w- at what point did you know you wanted to become an artist, and why do you feel like you had that hesitation? Right. I know that even when people talk about being a writer, they're like, oh, yeah, but you know, like exactly. as a backup job or that. Sort I of stuff. think it's a bit of everything you just said. It's cultural, you mm. know. It's it's a bit of where I'm from. Not to generalize, but you know, a lot of African or in particular Zambian um, youth want to be artists, mm. but it's just like 
I see that this is not seen as a job yeah. one or my parents don't see this as a job yeah. or their friends it's more about <laughs> yeah. their friends not even you exactly and you're like where do I get the courage to stand up and say I want to be a I rapper as this. a career yeah. and that's definitely a generational thing as well because you know they had to do things that you know they were able to provide for their families and so on and not necessarily take on jobs that they wanted or the passion yeah. that they had which is you know it's sad in a sense as well but it's like okay now we have the opportunity exactly. to do those things so we should take it 100% but for me you know I <laughs> then again for me I didn't see anyone in my family doing being an artist mm-hmm. as a career that was not something that I could visually see and, and be like okay there's a path to that yeah. so I literally had to gain the courage to stand aside stand out yeah. and, and be like this is what I want to be as a career so that was really scary and it took me a mm-hmm. long time to actually even admit even out after the career had started that yeah. I am an artist and this is what this is what you're what doing I want to do. full time that's exactly. how you define yourself 100% when the man don't catch me all time no ash Nah, look at your wrist, nah, who you impressing? Yeah. No rush, no flashing, uh. just us in passion, we be love I'm speaking in tongues, and now I'm reading you out And all the bitches are here writing themselves What's your direction? And we don't train to be loved Sometimes it happens and it's happening now What's your intention? Oh, oh, I feel it, ah, ah, an engine in the dark Ah, I gotta ask a question So what was the next step for you after you made that decision? That I wanted to be an artist. Mm. Um, <laughs> put music out. Yeah. <laughs> no, just really decide, okay, you want to be an artist? What kind of artist do you want to be? Because mm. it's, okay, what do you want to say? How do you want to express yourself? Mm. What do you want to define who you are and your music? And, and for me, there were a lot of themes and are still a lot of themes about home mm. and where I grew up. Um, and I just... Uh, I, I put that down to just coming from a family who loved and were always proud of where they're from. Mm. It's just like, yeah, where, where's Zambia? We're African. Oh, yeah, you're skipping like, ahead, girl. Oh, you're skipping oh, ahead. Oh, we're we're let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I, I was, I just am from that kind of family. Yeah. I remember when I was like six and, you know, my dad would always say, hey, you know, we're talking about politics in our country. What, what's your opinion? Mm. So I'm six. <laughs> 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 just want to even go to sleep, dad. <laughs> but, just really like when you raise kids in that way mm. where you show them that you value their opinion and, and you make sure that they know that they, they should be proud of where they're from what do you expect from the adult yeah. that comes from that is just always adamant of being like yo these are my people and yeah. this is where we're from why is our experience different to, to other people what are the barriers and you just get into the whole yeah. you know what is everything about yeah and so you feel connect more connected to your country and 100%. connected to your culture yeah and I know that I think in recent years there's been a bit of a shift mm. with how people at least in the diaspora have 
like related to where they're from yeah, um, exactly. and their origins and obviously I mean one one friend of mine made this joke where we were talking about how America even Americans now are flying back to Ghana mm-hmm. for Christmas post and he, Wakanda yeah and he said where were you when we were pretending to be Jamaican <laughs> because it's that thing of like if yeah. you grow up in the UK or you grow up somewhere else yeah. you were always kind of made to feel like to be African wasn't necessarily exactly. the thing to be proudest of 100% so how do you feel about that changing narrative and have you seen it for yourself and <laughs> I've definitely this has been conversation I've mm. definitely seen it I've definitely been uh, a part of the world before because I was the butt of that joke mm. so I was in the States before and you know I'd remember people who look like me telling me to go back to Africa yeah. you know so that's why we joke around and say pre and post Wakanda <laughs> because <laughs> you know yeah. in that pre <laughs> those were hard times them was hard times it was not <laughs> and not only for the people in the diaspora but for Africans ourselves mm. you know you internalize being the butt of every joke or you internalize people thinking where you're from is not cool not yeah. you know developed or yeah. what have you and then you're like okay so what is cool oh okay mm. western or American and then exactly. you, you idolize that and emulate and lose your own culture and so you know those days was not (laughs) the best days for us but you see the change you see the change in the music you see other people popularizing Afro beats now and you're like okay queen okay cool (laughs) but before (laughs) so it's a bit of a bittersweet thing but that just it's just off of Mm. the experiences that were not good but this is a win for all of us because then it connects the diaspora and something that now I know that I'm a part of rather than oh no I was you know I was born on the continent I don't know what you (laughs) no I'm actually part of that diaspora and even more so now that I've lived outside of home and felt you know that separation or if it's the change of my language and the way I speak and how it's watered down now now I'm part of the people that I was writing about exactly I know that you've talked um, before about going from being in Africa yeah. as an African yeah. and then obviously you moved to America yeah. and then you moved to Australia mm. and then you felt almost like your narrative was being changed to be an Australian rapper mm. rather than your from your cultural origins. Yeah. Like, how do you feel like... I, I know you're just talking about it, but becoming mm. part of the diaspora as opposed yeah. to being the person who was like... You talk funny. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I, w- I was never that person, though. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, yeah. And I can because honestly say that because I was raised in Botswana. So mm. I, th- that um, that kind of, I'm not home, but, you know, I'm You're in. in exactly, exactly was always a thing for me, you know? I wasn't raised as a Botswana. People didn't speak to me in Sitwana, you know? Mm. But I, I know where I'm from and the countries I'm from and my grandparents, I visit them all the time. But that separation was still in there. So I was mm. never, proudly, was <laughs> never on that end but even more so got a taste of what that is when I left home yeah and then you know you come back and people are like okay you sound you sound really (laughs) different different. than than the Bemba we know (laughs) and to the point of asking if you are Zambian and that really got me in my feels because of course me who stands (laughs) Zambia the most but that just goes to show that you know I mean, even people in Zambia always, mm. you know, it's it's different levels and the whole thing is a sense of belonging. Yeah. And the more, you know, that's stretched out and the more you feel less of that, um, less of a sense of belonging, the more you know what that feels like for a diaspora. Yeah. And I, I became that. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to become that, but mm. that's what was revealed through the album. 
Yeah, I know. I definitely relate a lot to that. I'm mm. from Malawi and I was born there, but I moved here when I was three months old. Right. So like, to, yeah. to the to the untrained ear, <laughs> I'm a British citizen. Right. I, re- I resisted getting that passport until I was 19. <laughs> then I was like, I can't do the immigration keys. Yeah. So let, let me see the benefits <laughs> of this thing. I may as well just <laughs> just embrace True. it. So when you go home, there's that thing mm. of like, where are you from? Exactly. Uh, here. Yeah, exactly. But you don't speak the language. Yeah. Yeah. Broken, bruised and battered, wandering this world aimlessly as the house of this country, as the house of this country. your art and the music that you make and mm. the really strong like rich cultural references within it mm. um, do you f- did you ever feel like the weight of having to represent when you are in that external world that's like the western hemisphere right. and all of that I think I only felt it um, as soon as the identity was starting to be uh, taken away like from me re- yeah rewritten for me mm. before it was it was funny my brain would actually separate the two it's like okay there's mm. hip hop it's American culture mm-hmm. and then there's my own things when I do my own things oh, and wow. it's just like but it's all coming from the same person so why can't it be in the same avenue yeah. and, and melt, for, like merge exactly and for some weird reason that didn't click until I had to actually fight for the mm. identity and it was like oh maybe I didn't tell you my full story mm. so now that you're rewriting it maybe it's time for me to actually be like this is my full story Amazing. and don't think just because I'm doing a genre that's from somewhere mm. else that I'm still not who I am Yeah. and and then just came the fight okay I'm Zambian let me show yeah. you Zambia yeah. <laughs> and let me show you how we speak and let me show you the streets around our mm. cities let me show you my parents let me yeah. show you my family like actually let me write the story in full mm. and if you want to edit and chop that out that's that's, that's your on, business that's your choice but yeah. my my f- first era was not even telling the full story mm. for myself and then that's what I did that's so interesting mm. I feel like it's the opposite of 
the conventional story of that, yeah. you know, someone who, like, say I made music, yeah. I would be... If I made music and I wasn't someone who considered myself Malawian, yeah. I was someone who considered myself British, right. I'd be like, yeah, I'm making, I'm making pop or I'm making right. whatever. And then they almost, people tend to shoehorn your cultural heritage mm. into that narrative. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yours is actually the reverse yeah. where it felt erased. Yeah, exactly. And so were your music videos shot in Zambia? Yes, yeah, so Final Amazing. Form shot in Zambia. I can honestly say we didn't know what we was doing, but we did it well. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm how kidding. Was that? We had a really dope team. So we had um, Sanjay who direct, mm-hmm. directed the video. Um, we had Carl who actually stepped in um, to help produce, and and Tombi, stylist, um, boss who was our DP, and we all flew to Zambia and we're like, okay, how do we best mm. capture this thing that Sampa loves so much that she yeah. talks about in the span of four minutes and yeah. show you where she's Everything. from and just you know we all. We all wanted to do a good job. We all knew how important it was, how important the story was, not only just song-wise, but mm-hmm. to also visually show something that mm. represented what Zambia is today. Because we know visually that story is, is spoken for us all the time, it's yeah. showed for us as Africans. So we wanted to do that justice. But, you know, we just... We're like, okay, how do we show Nyao dances mm. for ourselves? Because we know people interpret that however they yeah. do how do we show you know our dances yeah. how do we show just all these um, the hairstyles the, our hairstyles the minibuses uh, the minibuses <laughs> you know the, the corner stores yeah. how do we show the chitenge material mm. how do we just show this culture in this music video yeah. and I think we were able to do it well but 100% was definitely pressure <laughs> yeah. the lace lady travel with grace baby I can't afford to cover the course of course maybe settle that one in court cause judging by the basics y'all already comfortable stuck up in the matrix shit is basic past credentials but I understand your favorite rapper peep my gold potential I'm out of shame been past it trying to fit the circle cause I don't know how to act shit half of y'all is steady insecure don't try to backflip just because the seasoning and flow's already active only four years fantastic young veteran new classic Nah, knock the walls off Fuck the whole key We gon' hinge the whole door off I'm still AD Never forget it It's life after death Roll the credits Credit my mega Take a trip to see Jamaica Molly spirit with the vapor Back design, that's the nature Africa, the new America I hope I run this permanent And this I put my pen in it Got my land and my permit with it Bone on my bone Flesh off my flesh Weightness in me You can't make me feel less Let's hold, I'm not impressed Best mode, I'm my for like an empress Great state I'm in, in all states I'm in I might find a form, in my melanin Great state I'm in, in all states I'm in I might find a form, in my melanin Great state I'm in, in all states I'm in I might find a form, in my melanin Great state I'm in, in all states I'm in I might find a form, in my melanin I'm even just thinking about the logistical challenges I'm imagining, like, when I go home, I think about the beauty that you see in things that you might not necessarily see if you live Mm. there all the time. And then I think about how my infrastructures wouldn't necessarily allow me to capture it. 100% that it was captured. We had help, you know, in Tombi's uncle, who does live in Lusaka in Zambia, Mm. was able to navigate and show us where, you know. You needed that help from someone at home, but... You know, I'm glad we were able to do that. And we also shot a bit in Botswana, just a little bit. And my parents <laughs> were in it. And then South Africa, obviously, Soweto, we shot that too. So Amazing. that was nice to 
capture all these different places South Africa being a place that I also visit I just like like the whole Southern Africa yeah. region is is what I read That's, yeah 100% yeah. I think there there is a real movement right now within the West African um, yeah exactly part of you know our continent yeah um, and it's really exciting to see that that's starting to happen and there's yeah. so much visibility for Southern African artists yeah and we almost need to like band together because some of our countries are small fi- yeah <laughs> we, we're still growing in our infrastructures people and you tend to forget that there are all these different mm. parts that also offer music because you know you're focused on the one that is getting there and that shouldn't be the case yeah it should be Africa as a whole and all the different countries yeah that come from that oh, come on amazing man. and so with this album Mm. um, I know that a lot of artists live with their music for such a long time and they work on it for ages and it gets to a point where when the world actually gets to enjoy it they're almost in a completely different mental space to to the stuff they then have to talk about how are you feeling about the record? Um, we're not tired. <laughs> it, it was a bit of both. I mean, it took me a long time to even get into the mind, you know, headspace of being mm. like, okay, we're about to do an album. Yeah. Just all the pressures that came. Okay, debut album. What am I mm. gonna say? How I'm gonna? But once that was locked in, and I was like, okay, this is what I'm expressing. It came through really yeah. like, okay, seamlessly. Okay, this is an album. Yeah. Took a few weeks. Okay, we're about to release this in the world. <laughs> Are we sure we want to say this, that? Okay, cool. Yeah. And release, but. You know, I, I had heard the songs before everybody else, and like constantly listen to them. You get tired of them. You're yeah. Like, okay, How long have story. you been writing the album for? Um, some songs were <laughs> what a year and a half. Some songs okay. were there already, which yeah. is cool. That's, that's not, not a that's long, not long time. At all, yeah. Uh, others were literally just few months before mm. the album. It's like, okay, got it. Let that go. <laughs> Those are the songs I'm still listening to. Yeah, I'm still of. Um, But so far, it's still fresh, and there's some subconscious meanings that I'm just getting mm. into as well. 19 songs is a lot. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's a lot. That's why the next project's not coming out. But you know, it's still it's still fresh to me right now. Yeah. So I'm not yet. Amazing. Not at that point, so that's good. That is that is fantastic. <laughs> what was me? Past still the past. It's a choice if you erase it. Facts still the facts. Making noise on my playlist. I'm personal. My mistakes if you erase it. Know myself if you debase it. Love myself if you degrade it. I'm too proud though. Too uppity. Trying to fit in too ruggedly. Speaking loud noise to disturb the peace. We don't want no peace. Eight straight years, hip-hop didn't look like me Now it's all changed, don't upload for no empathy Smiling all around, I won't stop until I look and see a black run festival Owned by some melanin Ahead of me, age and mentality Phase your normality, rage abnormality Freedom totality, straight black alphabet When it came to the process of everything around the project mm. i.e. the name and the concept yeah. and even when it's so much as the visuals although I feel like that came more naturally mm. because of what you were saying yeah yeah how how do you relate to that stuff do you enjoy that I know some people are like yeah, it's as important and some are like I just don't even want to deal with it no it is it is because it's a, a, a full story mm-hmm. um, and you know the return the song was actually I think that was before the title of the album mm-hmm. so the things we should be writing down <laughs> but I think that was that that may have been before but the concept itself once you know I knew that this was me telling the full story Mm -hmm. I knew I was returning home physically I knew I was going to have my first show once those concepts came um 
once we we had those written down, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, this is the overall arching theme of yeah. what this is about. But I enjoy every aspect. Yeah. Like that's that's for me. That's making an album. Fun. Yeah, it's a whole story, <laughs> and it gets to also go into the visual. Mm. Like every aspect of it, to me, it's like okay. And then you release it and like this is the full story with yeah. the visuals yeah. involved. That to me is like, okay, I'm doing my job as an artist. I'm yeah. creating a story and a world for you. So I enjoy yeah. all that. Is <laughs> everything it after? <laughs> yeah. <Nah. laughs> no. Um. Yeah. There were there were aspects before getting into what the album is. That that I think was was hard for me. Not the hardest bit, but mm. it was really hard to just understand where your spirit has to go for mm. you to be like hey, this is what I'm about to say and reveal aspects of yourself as well that you know you stood for I stood for I said I'm Zim <laughs> and then you know you get re- revelations and you're like oh okay yeah that aspect of oh and I was actually so you won't consider me a Bemba or just everything that you stood mm. solid in that you're like okay this is my identity and you're going to um, defend that to other people yeah. is where you, you you come to terms with why why is this my identity actually yeah and then why are all these different things the way that that I, you know, describe myself as sample to people. And then you just, it's a re, you, you relearn why yeah. you chose these aspects of life to define yourself. And that could be very confronting because sometimes it's built on things that are not even actually, you know, solid. And mm. it's like a whole redefining in front of people. And you're like, okay, quite yeah. naked here. <laughs> What's wrong about that? And because it's in quite a public space, isn't it? In a way, it's like, like um, when I think about that voice note that's on the album and yeah. that that constant conflict of having yeah. to rediscover yourself in order right. to be the artist you want to be. Exactly. But that's quite an introspective process, and then you have to translate it into something that Musical, is external. Yeah. yeah, it's you. I've always been an artist who would. Um, you know, say things and then think about them later after <laughs> I release them. This is my honest release, and then be like, it's only till recently that I'm, I'm forced to be like, okay, maybe wow. I don't <laughs> want to tell you that bit of my story, but it's it's the part of the way I make music. Mm-hmm. It's I have to have that vulnerability, and I have to be honest with myself for yeah. there to be any you know anything else on the other side of the music to be yeah. honest and pure. So. It's just about how much how and, much you, you know, yeah, exactly. So that's the current struggle, I yeah. guess, because, I, you know, I'm going to another phase of my life where love and all that is, is, is you know, and, oh. and that's, why did I say that? Because that's not, definitely <laughs> like, not how I want to share. <laughs> exactly. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just that, that how much of your truth are you willing to, to mm-hmm. share and, and what, um, you know, is part of the story and what is just, you know, something you need to learn <laughs> personally yeah, for yeah, yourself. And keep it, keep yeah. it off the record. Mm. Life of the death, I used to read it in the Bible. Right of the blush, the kingdom offered my revival. Tried to impress a picture of their best recital. Even though my theater majors at the way that I do. Buried the death, my husband stuck up in my feelings. How you want back to love after all the healing? Trying to relax, I know I buried my anxiety there. And death is asking how I'm dealing with that. I wipe up my tears. Shut my window pane Articulating life since the cars I can't feel Imagine filling holes in your heart you can't heal I'm losing the love I'll 
pull up my walls again And even in the end if I end with a heart and I will I'm walking with the courage to love and I feel So talk to me about that physical returning okay. home um, because, you know, I'm usually home every year or mm. what have you And it's it's been five, six years being based in Australia But, you know, it hasn't been a total separation mm-hmm. from home Returning home physically to my parents and everything That was as, as usual yeah. yeah, But it was the show mm. that was different So we had a show in Lusaka and my cousins showed up And they were front row oh. And it's like... <laughs> I'm actually doing this. Yeah. Right? Do like, they bump your music already? They do. They yeah? be, they send uh, you know <laughs> screenshots. Oh, I saw your video. It was on Trace Africa. I saw that. Which is really nice to yeah. you know you finally it's something you kept to yourself and mm. you're like okay let me actually try and strive to see if this is worth it. You know mm-hmm. a lot of my family members don't even think this is a job or whatever mm. and you actually achieve it and people are proud of you and they come to your shows and supporting it makes it real. Yeah. And so just to see them in the front there and rap lyrics and singing black girl magic and all that it's just like this is real like it's nothing before that all the shows that was dope and that was was Kendrick support yes nice (laughs) but your family members are actually singing your songs back to you and they're at the shows and it, it made it real yeah and it, it made everything else worth it before so oh. it was it was it was a beautiful return when was mm. that um we what was that last year uh, early last year early we had our year. first shows um in we had one in, uh, in Zambia we had one Eswatini Swaziland and we had one in South Africa amazing sadly my parents have not yet seen my live show I'd have to edit some curse words out so they, uh, <laughs> some, some dancing wait, they out they didn't come no they're in Botswana oh, so oh my gosh. I mean they would have taken you know some time out but I think it's 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 come to this parents have never seen my live show all through these years for yeah. a reason I yeah. think the build-up is for something big. <laughs> <laughs> the build-up is, is going to be for something big. But my sister, my younger sister has seen my shows. My mm. older sister has seen my shows. I'm not sure my brother has seen my shows because majority of them, when I started out, were mm. in Australia anyway, so they wow. wouldn't have seen my professional shows. Night comes, night goes.
the move to Australia, yeah. what inspired it? You obviously you moved from Zambia at the age of... Uh, what was it? Two? Like, I was two. So moved at yeah. two, moved to Botswana, mm-hmm. and then just between Zambia and Botswana, all through yeah. you know, my childhood, high school, went to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was fun, though. San Francisco was really dope. It, it, I, was that I, for school? That was for uni, yeah. Mm-hmm. Went to Academy of the Art University, San Francisco. Everyone was so creative. You know, it was me and my best friend. These young African students wanted to be directors. I wanted to be a director at the wow. time. Something so unheard of. Yeah. A woman, director, African. Yeah. <laughs> All those three in strikes. A, I want to be there. <laughs> in America. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we landed. We're like, oh, my gosh. You know, Hollywood. Pay with gold. <laughs> Did we get a wake up call? <laughs> like Henry said, who? <laughs> Not you. Not you. Um, and that Bottom was good. Of the list. <laughs> <laughs> we was on other, man. <laughs> we were the other that you, you know. Like we were not even on the list, and it was a, it was a good wake up call. It was yeah. a good wake up call. It forced us to see ourselves. You know, outside of our little bubble in yeah. Africa, and it was just like, okay, this is how the world the sees world sees as an African yeah. above the equator. Wow. That's how the above the equator <laughs> people feel. Yeah, and it really caused us to to examine our identity and examine, you know, our place, so called, in in society, yeah. and how that will not define who we will be onwards. Mm-hmm. It was a good. That I think that's where the sampa you see now was birthed because yeah. it, you, I needed to wake up from you know that the insular like exactly 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 <laughs> exactly um, and yeah after that you know I've, I had some experiences I was mm-hmm. in Los Angeles and it was really racist mm-hmm. and it was you know it got to a point where I was like you know I'm just gonna go home I'm gonna go home where I know I'm wanted mm. I'm tired of people telling me to go somewhere else yeah. yeah I wouldn't have come here in the first place if we were not colonized and yeah. we had to get this western degree to, to make it look like we, we know something or whatever <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. I, I ended up going back home and I was like, you know, I'm not going anywhere else. This mm. is where I'm wanted. This is where my people are. I'm chilling. Yeah. And my older sister was like, you're chilling. Huh? <laughs> so <laughs> you've limited yourself from the rest of the world. Yeah. What else you could experience? What else you can learn? You yeah. know, your ancestors circumnavigated the world, but you're going to stay here. And where was she at the time? Um, She had just, she was in America. <laughs> yeah, wow. where was she? <laughs> where <was> she? <laughs> she was in America and she came mm-hmm. to... Um, visit home and she wanted to she wanted to move closer to home I don't think Australia I think it's about the same mm. but she wanted somewhere closer I guess landmass wise or yeah. whatever she was like okay Australia is the place for mm-hmm. me and I was like okay cool mm-hmm. uh, did we learn after <laughs> but she wanted to go to Australia and I was like okay we know nobody there yeah. we have no relatives there cool I'll come with you (laughs) and out of the blue it was just like she really got me though with her you know I had no rebuttal to that Mm. I was was actually limiting myself and I was like okay I'll go with you see Mm. what this world has to offer me and you know I went to do sound engineering that was my compromise with my parents because I couldn't say um, I want to be an artist I want to be a rapper out loud so that was our compromise you're actually blowing my mind I have two cousins right now who are doing that exact thing what the the compromise yeah they're both in South Africa right now doing sound engineering degrees they're like yeah but on the side secretly though (laughs) but my cover was blown because after the degree I released a great mixtape and I told them it was an assignment so like it's our final project I got an A I got an A 
<laughs> I really got it in. But it was starting to, they started playing it on radio. Yeah. So then oh, it was man. like, oh, <laughs> oh You're like, oops, by accident, no, I became the, an artist. The project was that good that they put it on. <laughs> now, I had to start explaining because then we were getting show offers. So it was starting to become serious. Mm. So I had to be like, okay, I have to tell my parents. Yeah. That, that you know response? their daughter went to another continent and said I want to be an artist that side <laughs> and that's the visa you paid for <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> um, their reaction was like mm. see my dad you know my parents have always known I love music mm-hmm. you know, my dad was paying for my piano lessons yeah. so let's really look yeah. at whose fault this where did is this <laughs> um, but it was never I think it was never to them at a point where that was solely what mm. I was going to be doing mm-hmm. and to they never they never saw it as a, a career that you know would bring you any money yeah it was just another string to the boat like, 100% yeah. of the main they saw it as yeah. the side dish yeah. to the main dish <laughs> Right, <laughs> and I didn't choose a main dish. I was like, I want that as main. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was never it was never supposed to be that for me. Yeah, and it just had always been that throughout my childhood. Yeah. It was just the way I expressed myself. Something I knew that I loved to do. I was a middle kid. I was like going in my room writing mm. songs in my diary. Like, okay, <laughs> you're ignoring me. You'll yeah. see. You'll the see. Sensitive one. Hundred percent. That was me. And it was always they were always traces of it in my childhood mm-hmm. but they never thought that I'd do that it was actually Mwanji my younger sister who were like that's the one who's gonna be the singer she has an wow. amazing voice and like, she's, she's on the album actually she's right? on the album yeah. and you know she's doing her own thing as well um, growing as an artist but that was the one we were like okay if someone was likely to be an artist <laughs> that's the one who's gonna be and Sampa came around the corner and was like let me tell you something about this thing called hip hop <laughs> and then I did my own thing but it was never supposed to be like the main thing and, you know the the mixtape came out radio started playing it we started to get show offers so mm. I had to explain why first of all I'm not coming back home because <laughs> you know we're starting the shows are starting to grow I'm starting to learn about things yeah. in the industry and things in an industry where the infrastructure is more solid than at home obviously and yeah. it's stuff that I can take and yeah. take home so you'd rather like, do it there than do it, than try and do it in Zambia right and, and bring whatever I learn home so mm. that we can actually have you know an industry of our own mm. But yeah, so that talk happened, and they were kind of like, "Okay, I don't see this as something that will bring." My dad uses football analogies, so he's like, "It's like a football player. You don't, you know, you jump on stage. How long will you be da- jumping on stage? Can't jump on stage forever." And it's just like, <laughs> "How do you explain this? Yeah, a whole industry to your parents, and it was just something that they were not, they were not a part of. I actually even just stopped talking about it altogether mm. with them, and and you know, it's just like on the side. Yeah, I'm not. I'm doing engineering stuff." Don't yeah. worry, but I'm actually doing shows or whatever. Wow. So it took a while for us to be like, okay, she's actually an artist and yeah. this is how she's going to make her money and this is what we should tell our friends. What's the PR? <laughs> this is, oh uh, yeah, she's, no, at first it was, yeah, nobody was saying nothing. Yeah. Oh, oh she's no, she's studying. in Australia. She's in sound engineering, you know how it is, like trying to get a message. <laughs> nope. I'm on stage, bro. <laughs> Kendrick, bro. Uh, but it's only now reached uh, a point where they're like, okay, which mm. is fair enough I think I, I 
I'm grateful that happened because mm. it forced me to believe in myself even more so because it was like there's no one else here. Yeah. You know, the people who I take that to or that to and ask, they they are not in this world. Yeah. It's you alone. And you have to make these decisions for yourself and you have to be solid that this is what you want to do. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I had that <laughs> lesson early because a lot of people learn that later, later on in their career. Yeah. So that's the positive that came out yeah. from it. But now, you know, they stand. They're like, okay, where are we going next? Yeah. <laughs> now Take we, me on tour, <laughs> tour manager. Yeah, exactly. Mom, I got your outfits. <laughs> you know? So oh. it's, it's it's beautiful. But it, it took a minute to get there. Yeah. Malcolm X on the best list if you ain't free. Please don't let my chains hold all of this weight up to we said we made it to the fire and the healing and the freedom I hope you see the many miles that we've done Remember when we released the spirit of the ego and just let go The many mountains climbed, I heard the echo But I never make it through the pain and the surface might in vain Remember when we never thought we'd never get through And we worry about peace, My seed say peace, my religion And we still want freedom And we still aren't free my soul know I made it through the fire I thought I'd never hear when climbing higher yeah. And I'll break through feed And I'll break through about the kind of weight of the responsibility of almost wanting to go out into the world to learn and then to bring mm. and return return that back to where you're from yeah is that something you think about often yeah that, yeah. that is the main goal yeah. and even going home recently and, and working with some Zambian artists and, and listening to them about you know the struggles they face as Zambian artists I even you know spoke to one of Zambia's you know best rappers who's Chef 187 he's like mm-hmm. yo if I had your opportunity man this 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 mm-hmm. and me if I was at home and you know it's a grass is greener <laughs> always situation yeah. and you know it, it's I'm just blessed that I have this opportunity to bring these gems back and that's the main goal and that's the end goal for me going home and creating a school or what sorts of music because that's something that I wanted for myself when I was starting on that is so true that it is that situation where it's the grass from your side you're thinking about getting back there and other people are still thinking about leaving leaving. so you you feel like you have to take those opportunities while they're there for you yeah Um, and was there a lot of music in your household did you grow up listening to what sort of stuff so we uh, grew up listening to BK Chishala Zambian folk singer Mm -hmm. um, South African music because we're in Botswana and you know the Tuanas yeah. basically Tuanas <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of uh, so where the gospel choir a mm. lot of uh, Tandiswa Mazwai um yeah, all around music and my parents sang as well and mm. my dad played the guitar. It's just like why did you think that nothing else happen. was going to happen? <laughs> you are the ones who influenced this. We're always singing. You did this to me. Exactly. <laughs> always singing, always performing for each other. It was a really musical household. Um always encouraged to express ourselves however mm-hmm. that is. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then when you started creating your own music, what yeah. inspired you in that? Um I guess it 
it was my way to express myself because you know I, I said I was such a middle kid I was, mm. I was you know I was, can, can pay attention to me <laughs> so it was that avenue that I thought I, I'd be hurt the most mm-hmm. so I'd, I'd write songs I, I think I wrote my first song <laughs> when my parents forgot to pick me up from primary school oh. and I was like in the parking lot and I was like okay <laughs> No, standard. This is standard middle kid. This is standard. Don't worry. Oh, and no, I, I channeled. Like I was in. a middle kid. I wasn't even. Yeah. But I, my uh, parents forgot me at school. Yeah. I was the one who was always ignored. Yeah. So my brother it's, was attention it's seeking. It's tough. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough life. Yeah, and, and this is the way that I chose to express myself. Yeah. It's like through lyrics or poetry or music. Mm-hmm. And, and from there, it's just always been a mm. thing. But are there any artists that inspire you? Uh, yeah. Um, Tandiswa Mazwaya, who I mentioned. Yeah. I actually met her for the first time last year which was she came to she flew to Australia to perform because we asked her to amazing yeah it was so beautiful um so she's who I saw and you know she walked on stage in a traditional garment mm. she's like speaking in her language in international act like yeah. western and, and she was like yeah this this is me this is who I am and I can fully be that without being conscious of, of how you feel about yeah. that and that was the first time I got permission for myself to be who I am and so she was one of the first I saw and I was like yeah I want to be like that mm-hmm. um, Lauren obviously being a huge one when it comes to the hip hop realm Lauren Hill uh, yeah, yeah. 100% <laughs> look at me Gotta saying first Lauren. name first you know, name British <laughs> you know I made her <laughs> but Lauren Hill uh, being another one um, just you know on the hip hop realm it was yeah. always the guys are rapping the guys are doing their thing and for me it was like but it's Lauren Hill yeah. and she's doing it well um, and that was my like access card yeah. she's like you can do this and you yeah. can do it well and you can be a black woman and be seen and mm. be heard and I was like okay I'm gonna do that everything is Possibly speak tongue Drums at the city on street Baptist, rap this and violin it From the beginning, my practice Extending across the atlas I begat this, flipping it together On the dirty mattress, you can't match this Rapper slash actress, more powerful Than two Cleopatras Bomb graffiti, on the tomb of Nefertiti MCs ain't ready to take it to the Serengeti My rhymes is heavy, like the mother Sister Betty, El Boogie Spars with stars and constellations Then came down for a little conversation Jason to the king, fear no human being Roll with cherubims to Nassau Coliseum Now hear this mixture, where hip-hop meets scripture Develop a negative into a positive picture Now everything is everything What is meant to be, what is meant to be, will be Angelique Kijo oh, always love she won her. a Grammy her I said Grammy. duh <laughs> I mean shout out to you burn boy <laughs> but that's the queen like you know and 100%. I love that she said that in her speech like mm. the, there is a wave of African mm-hmm. artists coming out expressing who they are and where they're from and, and we're gonna be heard so yeah. I love that she said that yeah. on the idea of being a black woman or a woman in the industry yeah. you talk a lot about femininity mm. and like the feminine energy in yeah. your music yeah. what does that mean to you like what does your femininity mean to you 
um, why is it so central to your work? I think for a long time, you know, I saw the mistreatment of women and how femininity and being a woman, especially in my culture, was seen as a weakness. Mm. And I think for a long time as a young girl, I, I internalized that, that that sort of energy. Oh, so we're in church. <laughs> I internalized that. So and, um, you know, I saw the masculine energy as the one and not masculine energy as in masculinity, yeah. but the energy itself is, uh, you know, you being, you know, strong-headed. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, being straight to the point about mm. things or, or you know this and that and the third I took that energy and I was like okay this is the energy that's going to get me hurt and this mm. is the energy and took the other as a weakness and it's coming to fully realize that in my womanhood that that is actually not the case oh, that is the energy that balances all energies mm. and the root of the birth of the earth like if we're going to take it to poetry <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's interesting that a lot of women do have you know that sort of internalization especially when it comes to African culture and you see the way in which we are downplayed or our voices are, you know, and I was like, I definitely have to make a stand in my music, especially Mm. one that is really driven by masculine energy, which is hip-hop, and find the balance in me expressing myself in that way, but still keeping the energy of a woman. That's so true. And so that's that's the way that I had to balance myself when it came to hip-hop and something that I'm taking with me now and I'm Super mm. proud of now. Um, yeah. You make me feel brand new. I sing this song for you. You make me feel brand new. It's all because of you. You, you. you make me feel brand new. Sing this song for you, you, you You make me feel brand new It's all because of you When it comes to the idea of home now mm. Thinking about it from a more global perspective Like, mm. do you feel place more placeless? Do you feel more secure in your home is your home yourself is there right. such thing as a home yeah. I, you know it's broadened my definition yeah. of home it's still to me um, not physically a place mm-hmm. it is what comes with that place yeah so the memories that come with that place the people that come with that place the feeling that comes with that place which is Zambia and Botswana those are the places mm-hmm. where I felt most at home it's yeah. now more so a feeling than a physical place yeah. but it's <laughs> girl it still stands <laughs> Zambia zero yeah. there. <laughs> but it's broadened that it's broadened that and yeah. what it could be you yeah. know there are points in time where home has had to be my body myself yeah. because I, I'd move so much and that sense of home was ripped away from me I feel mm. so homesick that I'd had to create that for myself in order to feel whole mm. and bring those elements of home in order to feel whole so it just broadened the sense of what home is and also maybe start a topic you know, start people talking about what home is to them and why mm. do we define home this way and are we on people's home? That, that That's an Australian yeah. topic for me because, you know, First Nations home is where we yeah. are building our careers, building our lives. That's you know? where I was going to go. Like, does yeah. Australia, you're based in Melbourne now, yeah. does Australia feel like a home to you? <laughs> it feels like, you know... Um, 
feels like a place that I had to visit to find another aspect of myself. Mm. However you define that. There's an aspect of Samba that I've found there that has really, it's put, it's grown me. Mm. And I love that growth that, that, that came from that. To describe it as a home, though, is, it, you know, we are still, <laughs> like I said, subconsciously, we're still going through this album. Yeah. But they are people who have become a second family to mm. me in Melbourne. And, and yeah, definitely a place where, you know, my career started. And But to uh, attach that as a home to me still doesn't feel like right, something right. that is a reality yeah. especially since the home that it is to people it's it's not that's not rectified so i can't yeah. i can't connect that to myself yet yeah, yeah. interesting because mm. i was thinking about the fact that we obviously use the term like i grew up somewhere mm. or i was raised somewhere and we talk about that in relation to childhood mm. whereas in a way i feel like the places that you grow up are the places that you become an adult and become who you want to mm. be. So in a way, like we're all still finding exactly. where we yeah, actually exactly. are. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I guess I found my fortune. I don't need home to feel important. But I need a feeling of peace. I'm not broken. So trip a size four. Get leaning out to the ether. Wonder if my sisters believe in nothing but my DNA. It's searching for what's inside of me. Physically displaced. The spiritually erased. I see the space. This is a war about first. Physically searches up. Spiritual exodus. Kidnapped. I'm in space. Papa don't recognize voice. Don't know my first pace. This is a war about first. Physically sent us a spiritual exodus. I am one of the Calabashi. The Calabashi, the Calabashi. And then on your live setup, I'm so curious because I haven't actually been able to see you live yet. And, but I'm coming Don't to Pivot. We'll come back. <laughs> I'm coming oh, to Pivot. Oh, true, true. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, what's that like? And how did you find a way of like translating what you do in a studio yeah. into something that's like physical and. So the life setup has really grown. It's from mm. a, it's gone from a DJ set to <laughs> myself. PA, Listen, <laughs> to and nothing wrong with that. No, to not. like a whole um, village on stage, yeah. which we actually should strip down a little bit. But um, uh, as it stands, we have horns, mm. uh, we have keys, we have oh, amazing. Um, BVs, drummer, um, guitar, bass, sometimes yeah. um, dancers. DJ Corey. You know, so what happened was. <laughs> see, what happened see, look was. At, uh, <laughs> um, in Brooklyn, I actually did do some choreo in our yeah. show. Um, was that Afro Uh That was. Um, what's that? Um, nice, Sampa. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. We had a um, we had a show in Brooklyn. It, it had a name. Out of venue. Anyway. Totally just based on, <laughs> on the name. But we did do our own choreo. And mm. we had some of our own shows actually in the States before um, this tour. Yeah. And I did do some of my own choreo because, you know, we're talking about bringing aspects of yourself. And mm. the African aspect is yeah. to dance to traditional music. And I want to bring that in my life set as well. But Music Hall of Williamsburg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, no, no. That's what's about that's to next. happen. Yeah, so... um. 
Burn, break, breakfast or break, break, yeah, with with Burner Boy actually, Burner. yeah, that was nice. Yeah. You can't forget that. <laughs> but um, yeah, did my own career to that. That was so dope. Um, so far, no, like I let the dancers do their thing yeah, as yeah. I concentrate on my own yeah. thing. But it's definitely an aspect I want to add to that. Um, and is there ever but, a difference in crowds? Like, how does it yeah. feel performing to different crowds around the world? It's it's beautiful because you get to see how music has reached people from mm. halfway around the world like to see people singing back your songs in like Germany or whatever it's just like wow like you're connected Surreal, to this yeah. and then there are moments where you know we, we say in black power and and yeah <laughs> and it's just you <laughs> let's <sister>. do that <laughs> but it's like I can't I think I can't get over the fact that the music has reached so many people mm. and just to have that sung back to you and, and to see how the music has touched people's lives is something that like I can't take for granted myself yeah. and it's just so beautiful that I can't even believe it's happening yeah. and it's yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's no um, tears <laughs> but uh, yeah amazing me Sam go for eons how slow can you go you see she be on I'm sticking all up in her kitchen cooking up the new wave biting my fruition not can it half of your kiss daddy Chocolate on your box screen, seasoning intended. Not fine, I'm already shining. Dripping in position, tell me who is better, who is better. Sammy, all up on your Grammy. Looking for my circle so they find a way to at me. Small family, they can't even stand me. Blood street, dripping, say we sipping golden family. Truly, how you try to do me? Screw me to the industry, and how you trying to do me? Not tripping, looking how I'm living. In the pieces, strip it, tell me who is better, who is better. I feel no pressure, shiny than most. I feel no pressure, diamond in the rough. I feel no pressure, shiny than most. I feel no pressure. I, I think that one of the like the most amazing things about your music is that it's so expansive mm. and obviously we're talking about the nine tr- 19 tracks <laughs> um, and through that there's so many sounds so many like different kinds of messages and um, you're doing so many different things with your voice and with the production and all, all that jazz um, how do you feel about labels in a world that seems to be defining things and putting things right. in boundaries like do you ever get frustrated with people being like what genre is it right okay. shouldn't you just do the one thing like does yeah. that ever inca- do you ever encounter that or oh, that's the most irritating <laughs> bit of, of being an artist mm. I guess it's a way for people to try and familiarize familiarize themselves yeah. with what music they listen to what artists but it's been such a oh my god it's such a barrier to me in how I express myself yeah. if I was to put a label on my music yeah. because obviously I'm drawing from different experiences in my life different journeys in my life like mm-hmm. there's Zambia there's Botswana there's hip hop there's America there's yeah. Australia where I'm staying and the experience I'm, I'm having there that you know that makes me reflect and express things in different ways yeah. to other people and it's one of the most annoying things for, that I find as an artist being told or, or seeing that you have to some way put yourself into a box. Yeah. And that's just something that I, I, I won't do. 
And it's just one of on the it. barriers that you have to face, but it's it's just something that is so limiting to me, mm. and I I just can't yeah, can't, no, be, a part of, can't be a part it. of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, where do you try to find inspiration these days? Hmm. Um, obviously, after a huge project, your yeah. mind always goes into you know where are you in your life right now after mm. all this and after this story has been revealed and. You know, we're just simmering down yeah. <laughs> spiritually. So it's really hard to pinpoint one thing and be like, okay, this is exactly yeah. where I am. But I know I'm in a space where, you know, I've come to a 360 in terms of who I am as an artist and what I've stood for and actually being able to go home and show yeah. that and having that reality now be yeah. existent. But... Yeah, it's moving to the next phase of my life and what else I want to learn about me that I, I'm currently... Ooh. I'm in that space right now. So we're going to take some time off? Yeah, you know, I mean, we're still going to tour the album. Obviously, mm-hmm. in parts of the world that haven't seen the return live yet. Oh, yes, we're returning to America. We're returning to America. How do we they feel haven't about that? Se- You know... <laughs> Apprehensive? Um, I, I, I guess, you know, whenever you... Uh, you return back to a place where you've had a huge life experience mm. it be traumatic or what and whatnot. you always you, you always wait to see how your mind and your spirit mm. will react and it, it should feel more of a victory than anything because you're like I've returned <laughs> I'm back myself you know <laughs> come to the shores but and it's funny we're actually going to the Bay Area the same place that I was told you don't go back home yeah and so that that would be interesting to see but I should it's a note to my future so mm-hmm. I should return as a victor to yeah. these places where I experience such things but you're always a bit like okay we're going back <laughs> to that place yeah. but I have friends there like I have family there my sister's there still and so you know there's still a connection to that yeah. place in, 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 in that way but yeah. it will feel even more like victorious to find mm. yourself at home while you're there or to yeah. enjoy it yeah. knowing knowing how it felt before exactly. I talks a lot about the diaspora and all mm. of that and homes but I was reading um, something that you said in an interview where you're talking about how even like regardless of our experiences towards you know African Americans and they have their own complex relationship with their mm. history Africa should always remain like you know an, an unconditional home for the diaspora or the, the displaced I don't think I say unconditional but <laughs> I, no that, those are my words oh, but like yeah. you know like somewhere that's I, open yeah what do you yeah do you think it's not conditional because I was going to say the I same th- thing yeah, like I think that we we have our because I've experienced it myself but as a continental African mm. quote unquote is you know you come home and there's always laughter ha huh, you're different yeah uh, but there's nothing beyond that yeah it's just like I'm of you 
you know uh, I could be better being from where I am if you would teach me more about myself mm. especially when you're talking about a group of people where that history has been taken away okay maybe there wouldn't be so much space if and this is not at all to Africans because yeah. I, I, we have suffered as well yeah. but just being like here's uh, you know a person from the diaspora who's come home and is willing to learn more about yeah. themselves um, and are we willing to teach you and you know yeah. teach your language teach you about yourself yeah. and and give that acceptance which a lot of Africans are but I just think that was just a note to be like that should be our stance yeah. though but yeah. this whole thing is the diaspora will not it will not come together we're not band together without Africans That like mm. that's the glue because that's our connection yeah. I dance to Afrobeat because the connection <laughs> is what to exactly. Africa I eat this sadza from yeah. that's our connection If and if our glue to us feels like they reject us because mm. we're different you know then that will cause a lot of problems and it's a loss almost right yeah it's 100% like we're not going to be able to preserve our culture in the way that we would like exactly. to if it becomes a thing of like flight and then 100%. stay there yeah. you know yeah interesting we shouldn't shun we shouldn't shun um, and so you kind of answered this I was going to say what's next for you or what do you anticipate your next challenge being right <laughs> as a final question it I think it's more in the personal realm, but but that realm that we said we was not going to talk <laughs> oh, about. I mean, but if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. I think um, um, musically, mm-hmm. it's other aspects that I want to express myself with. Yeah. You know, poetry is the one. You know, I could, I could take a singing lesson or two. You know, <laughs> no, don't I be lo- silly. <laughs> no, I could because I really love. You know, I I wrote my first song before I wrote my first rap, and yeah. that's something that's not said a lot because you know I, I'm. I'm I'm a, I'm a songwriter at heart. Yeah. I'll write knowing who I want to sing yeah. and who, you know. But that would be another avenue that I'd like to express mm. myself in. Poetry is another one. I'm into the visual world, so maybe that will lead to movies. Just yeah. seeing what other avenues I can grow in and express myself through besides, you know, just amazing. Music. And I have one more question. Who would be your dream collaborator? Lauren Hill. Even even That's as she as she is today, listen, you know, <laughs> shouldn't talk about my mother that way. I love Lauren Hill. I love Lauren Hill. Lauren <laughs> no, Hill yeah. now or Lauren Hill then? You know, I because I just. Lauren Hill in whatever state she's oh, in. Oh, that's a You know what answer. I mean? Yeah. Because she had to go through all this. Yeah. You know, for me to. Yeah. To speak, yeah. you know, and whatever state you will find me in, I may not be the great mixtape sample who was like fire, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna rap like this, you, you know, and the growth has come or whatever. Yeah. But I want to see her in whatever state she's yeah. in because I can learn from that state, you know. I've studied, I've seen the state before, but mm-hmm. I can learn from what I just want to work with my mom. I think oh, that's the answer to the question. Amazing. <laughs> Someone once said um, in an interview that mm. they wanted to make an album like Lauren Hill and mm. I was like oh what do you mean by that mm. do you think that like she knew that Miss Education was a classic before she right. wrote it and like, no 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 I want to make an album as good as Miss Education so that I never have to make an album again what yeah <laughs> and I was like she don't okay. have to do nothing no like, more like when you do that yeah. for history yeah. you will forever be can you imagine touch everyone globally mm. with your own story like not pandering to what no. is the sound or whatever beautiful Ooh, should we end on that now? yeah 
That's thank a beautiful so note. <laughs> thank you so much. Bro. Thank you, Lauren Hill. Thank you yeah. for you. <laughs>